Welcome to Season of the Bitch, the leftist podcast wishing you all the health, love, and joy this new year. Today we have Laura, Zoe, Ozzy, and Kellen. Happy New Year! We did it! We went around the sun another time. Just little tiny passengers on a massive rock flying through space. Very chill. <laughs> um, so one of the main things that we wanted to announce this uh, new year is that uh, due to our lives um, being, you know, the lives that they are, we're changing the structure of when we put out podcasts, um, at least for now, starting in the new year. It may, of course, change again, um, but starting after this episode, we will be shifting to putting out episodes every other week, um, and we may have other uh, content uh, that we will be putting out in different ways, um, but just based on the busyness of our lives, um, it it is something we need to do to to be able to continue this podcast. Yeah, and I think we'll get to this a bit more later, but I feel like it's going to allow all of us to like deal with some work changes that are happening in our lives. Um, both like you know good good things, but just like will mm-hmm. let us um, you know have some more work life balance. Exactly. So, um, I thought we could start with reflections on our lessons learned, things we're leaving behind, and or favorite moments of 2022. And before we jump into that, I just wanted to say, like, just for people that maybe are new to the podcast, that we do a New Year's episode every year at the New Year, and we use it as a time to reflect and just, like, think about what's been going on in our lives and also look forward to the year to come. So this tends to be like one of our more personal episodes of the year. So if you're here for like scorching hot takes on like the Supreme Court or environmentalism or whatever, like this may not be the episode for you, but I hope you'll like it anyway. It's usually a, a really fun one. But yeah, let's A let's banger, talk about favorite- if you will. Yeah, a banger. <laughs> let's talk about it. Yes, yeah. this will only be scorching the real hot ones, takes no. about our own lives. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want me at my New Year's Eve episode, um, you don't deserve me at my analysis of the war in Ukraine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, I can start in yeah. terms of reflections. Um, this was a really big year for me in many ways. And I feel like when I was thinking about doing this episode, I was just like, I literally kind of don't even like know where to start in terms of this past year. But I think for me, one of the biggest things that this year was about was like, at learning to like, accept love in my life. um, That like, you know, from people who deserve to be in my life and learning to, like, let go of, like, relationships and love and things that are, like, not really working in a healthy way Mm -hmm. in my life. Um, And honestly, like, this past, I mean, this really started 
this process for me started in 2021, but I think 2022 is really when it like solidified and like I really feel like I got something out of it. And that was like for me basically learning to date as an adult, like mm. out of college, um, as an openly queer non-binary person and like how to navigate all of that definitely made many mistakes along the way but it's like I feel like now at the end of this year I can say that like I really feel good about how I'm able to like let love into my life and like build on relationships that I have in a much safer and healthier way for me um and that is something that has been like you know, I think for most of us, especially queer people, it's a really lifelong process. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, I don't know, I've just sort of like leveled up in some way in that yes. realm. Um, I, yeah, I, I would I agree. Really... I would agree with that assessment, Ozzy. It's yeah. been really cool, like as your friends, to like watch your life oh. blossom and grow over the last year. And I'm just like so excited for what the future has for you. That's you know? fucking right. Hell yeah. I love that. Um, some other things from this year. Um, I did this big trip to Ireland, which mm -hmm. was my first time spending kind of an extended period of time in Europe. I did this short, like, one-week Euro trip with a friend uh, in college, but it was very, like, whirlwind and like we didn't really get to kind of like stay in one city for a long period of time so this was like the first time I felt like I got to really absorb like, like what a specific city um Dublin is like and then also see some other places um it was also the longest time I've spent out of the country ever so that was kind of cool um and I got to just you know see a bunch of like cool labor and Irish independence history there which was like very energizing for me to kind of like see what another country that has like a lot of similarities to the U.S. and a lot of differences but like what activism looks like there and what solidarity what international solidarity looks like there it's um, so really cool. strong in Ireland yes it's so so much stronger than it is here which I think um I like I feel like a lot of that is because the U.S. is so U.S. centric that it's like we are not really encouraged to even think that other countries exist. Well, and we literally try to obscure our history and all of our public education. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that, that was very cool. Um, and then th this is not like totally specific to this year, but I just feel like I have to talk about how much I love my friends. Um, I feel like definitely um like one of my best friends we love you too <laughs> <laughs> yes like i mean obviously everything that we've done with this podcast this year has been a big highlight um i think i had like a really important friendship in my life just really like grow and deepen in some really mm. important ways this year i think going along with like the earlier stuff i was talking about about like how to build on relationships in a healthy way um i think yeah. like it's sort of like both of us have come to a much um like more grounded place in terms of being able to connect with other people and i feel like we've really helped each other do that and that's been really uh beautiful and fulfilling and just like one of the great loves of my life 
Um, also, I feel like this has been just a really amazing year for getting to hang out with y'all in person. Right? Um, yes. We've gotten some great coven hangouts. Um, I got to go stay with Laura in Connecticut for a week and then, you know, take us some nighttime I... mushies. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That was also iconic. <laughs> um, that was a beautiful week in my life. And Kellen and I also road tripped up to Connecticut later to mm-hmm. stay for a weekend. Loved um, on Chester. Amazing. Chester the Chester. Cat. I miss Forever him every day. Ugh, he's so good. <laughs> um, I got to be Zoe's date to their friend's wedding, which was lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, Ozzy, in fact, saved me at a wedding where, um, sorry, that's my little sister, Rosebud. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Ozzy saved me from being at a wedding um, where my ex was present. And I know that there are people who listen to the pod who know the person and the situation and um if you know you know right (laughs) and as we'll get to later if you don't know you'll never know because i'm i'm just here thriving that's all that's fucking right i don't even know that yes yeah that's right absolutely (laughs) um I will wrap up my little year reflection with like i i feel like i cannot go without saying that I met an amazing partner who I love um and like we're we're doing the holidays together now and I just like so I really can't believe that at the start of this year I didn't know this person and now Mm. like they just feel so fundamental in my life and it like it feels like we've known each other for so much longer than we actually have just because we click so well Mm -hmm. um and oh go ahead yeah no just that yeah that that love i don't know love love (laughs) well i feel so grateful because at the very early stages of this relationship (laughs) uh your partner came up to connecticut as well to stay for almost an entire week and going into it i was like yeah, we'll see how this goes. Like, yeah, like we don't know. Um, um, but... And this is like, I never, I never have done anything like this. Um, like, we really had not known each other very long. And I was just like, yeah, come stay with me in Connecticut for a week. Like, totally. why not? Um, feels right. But they're but... a sweetheart. And if they weren't, then, you know, they'd be kicked out. But of course, they're, they're a perfect angel, too. And we love that. <laughs> Yes, but I really I love also that uh, you got to vet them early on. Like that really felt very meaningful. Oh yeah! As well. Immediately, I'm like, tell me everything about your astrology chart. <laughs> We've said it before, and we'll say it again. If you're dating any of us, you're actually dating all of us. So true. So true. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that journey for you, Ozzy. As I said earlier, like I just it's been so like. I don't know you know when you see friends just like really come into their own and it just makes you happy like I feel like that's what we've all been witnessing this year it's been like just so so lovely you know so very happy for you I don't know if my 2022 has been like quite as transformative but it's been really good um I've been working on, I told my brother today, we were like talking about our sort of different ways of like relating to people and moving through the world. And he said to me, like, you make a lot of friends, um, kind of like wherever you go. And I was like, yeah, but like, one thing that I'm trying to work on right now is like, 
prioritizing relationships like not just like making friends with everyone all the time like Mm -hmm. not that I not that I there are obviously people I don't get along with but like I'm I think starting to be like more thoughtful and like who I want to be with and how I spend my time and it's been really like paying off I think and like definitely how fulfilled I feel in my relationships so abandoning that people pleaser shit from our childhoods definitely (laughs) like working on that and I've really also been prioritizing I think like people that I can communicate with well like trying to prioritize relationships where Mm. I have like healthy open communication and it's like life-changing like it's so nice to just like especially for people that you're close to for like you know friends that you're not super close to it's okay it's not a big deal if you like can't talk super openly because it's like oh we just see each other at like a party and like we'll have a glass of wine and catch up whatever but like for people that I'm like spending a lot of time with I've been really focused on working on relationships where we can like really talk to each other about how we feel and I feel like I that's really helped me grow. It's like really helped me feel deeply connected in the community. I just feel like really over the last probably like three years, my life has become, I guess it's part of the reason maybe I'm so happy for Ozzy is I feel like I've experienced like a, a yes. really deep, like a deepening and enriching of my life and like my just like my relationships with other people as a whole. And it's been so good. Um, and I think 2022 has been like um, part of that. Um, and like relatedly, I feel like this year has been so good for like growing my like primary relationship with my partner in a really beautiful way. Um, he's met Zoe. Um, they've like spent some time together. I mean, he's, he's also met Ozzy. Um, but I feel like Zoe and Matthew have like really bonded. Like in a <laughs> way that I- me, like I've also grown my relationship with Kellen's partner. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like it, one of the funny things of this year has been like, I feel like I've like watched you guys like because like Matthew like gave Zoe tattoos and then like Zoe helped him like pick out my Christmas present, which was great, <gasps> by the way, as you know. Oh my God, wait, you got it. Yes, it's so cute. It says like Merry Chris Marks and it's a sweater. With and Marks it's like a oh, like cheesy Christmas sweater, but it's like oh God, Marks's amazing. face with like the like Christmassy designs around it. Yes, Obsessed. it's very, very classic. So um, <laughs> that was like a, an unexpected 2022 turn is like Zoe and Matthew becoming buddies, which I love. Um, but he is, you know, one of the few good men. We love to see it. Um, and I feel like also just like, that relationship has become like deeper and more just like beautiful than I ever knew was possible or could have expected and like also being in a situation where he gives me so much like generosity and grace and like really encourages me to like it makes me want to be a better person for him you know and I don't know it's just like really really nice and also like it's nice that I can be with someone I really love and also like have crushes on other people and you know make out with cuties and like go on (laughs) dates in ways that feel really exciting for me um so that's been really fun hell yes um and enriching and just like keeps me connect feel I think we both feel like really connected to the queer community in a way that like again I wasn't sure would be possible in this kind of relationship so that's been really good And then, like, the last sort of, like, big thing for me has been a big, like, change in career direction. 
Um, I'm making my way out of academia into like the nonprofit sector, which like has its own host of issues, obviously. But I've just like just started a job that I actually love and I feel like such a nerd and I don't want to like dream of labor but I literally like enjoy the work that I'm doing in a way that feels really fulfilling and like not evil and I'm also like making enough money to live it's like who knew that was possible wild Um, wild (laughs) yeah yeah um so that feels really good so yeah I mean obviously there's been like a lot of hard stuff like a lot of my actual work situation was really tough this year but got through, saw it to the other side and like now I'm really happy. So yeah, I feel like I'm entering, I don't, I, I hate to like talk about it this way because I feel like I'm bragging almost, but like I do feel like I'm entering 2023 on like a pretty high note to be honest. There's no bragging. It's okay. very good to acknowledge all the goodness because as we know, yes. all of us have had a fucked up life and so it's our fucking time. <laughs> it's our fucking time. Also, I mean specifically with this, like I know this is definitely something for me Kellen where it's like been so cool to see you getting to start this job and like it I feel like you've really put a lot of work into like thinking about what you want out of your career and Mm -hmm. like what direction you want to go and like finally starting to see that come to fruition is really cool and it's like you know it's not something that just fell in your lap like you did so much to make this happen so I think it's important to celebrate that oh thank you Ozzy I really appreciate that Mm. so true yeah Wow. Yeah. 2022. (laughs) Wild times. Um, So (laughs) this is dark, but at at last year's episode, the the goal I had for the year of 2022 was to not have anyone close to me die. And uh, I would I'm so happy to announce that we have fulfilled that goal. And I and ho- yes. hopeful that that will continue into the future as well. Thank God. Um, I'm just so grateful for the break in grief. Uh, I also did find love, you know, a deep love for myself. Oh, um, yeah. Which, you know, is the most important love we have to have. Um, and I obviously yes. have so much love for all things and beings and friends in this world as well but strengthening self-love was a huge part of my 2022 um i've also honed my skills as a songwriter artist and healer and i have been alchemizing my highest potential this whole year and i could not be more excited for the future um and i've also embraced my gifts as a psychedelic healer um, and have been using both of these elements to help people in my inner circle be the best people they can be in this lifetime. I love that. Amazing. Um, yeah. So for me, well, I definitely relate to like some of what Ozzy was saying in the beginning about working on like safer and healthier dating. I actually looked at what I said last year, um, inspired by Laura um, bringing up some of what they said last year. And I said that, I said that I was trying to learn how to like leave a relationship before it hits rock bottom and to like mm-hmm. choose myself. Mm. I would say, I mean, I absolutely did that. <laughs> um, I would <laughs> yes. say that I probably in the beginning, like part of this year, maybe the beginning half, did that like almost overcorrected mm. and was um, 
like the smallest yellow flag even like not even red flags I would be like no goodbye that's okay I'm good actually um I was just like so you were like you were traumatized yeah so if someone did any small thing that I was like not vibing with I was like no right you have to stop talking to me immediately um you made a joke about Lord of the Rings you're canceled (laughs) uh yeah um Based on a true story. <laughs> I completely forgot about that one. Um, I mean, who cares? They're not important. <laughs> well, no. The thing about that is that I was like, haha, I didn't watch Lord of the Rings. I was hot in high school. And then it became a whole, like, thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, people love to put their ego into stuff, you know. <laughs> um, because that's just a joke I make when people ask me about nerdy things. Is I'm like, <laughs> no, I was hot in high school. Brag. Um, Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> I was a theater kid, okay? <laughs> but yeah, and then I basically chose to like not date at all for a while. I did a dating app cleanse thanks to this like feminist dating coach on TikTok who I can't remember her name. I tried to find it earlier, but like I don't follow her. Her videos just pop up for me a lot. Oh, yeah, and, and it's, not, it, like, it's impossible find to one. find it if you exactly. don't Exactly. So um, I can't plug her at the moment, but she really helped me out. Um, (laughs) If you're like someone like me who like every time you open an app, you're just like feeling frustrated, upset. You're like starting fights with people for no reason because you're really annoyed. Um, You know, it's something to consider. It's basically just like you take a break until you actually feel ready to like be more intentional about your use. Um, But aside from that, I did a tarot birthday spread a few weeks ago. My birthday is December 7th. Brag. If you can send me a birthday present, it's not too late. Um, my Venmo is at Zonasif. Uh, that's Z-O-N-A-S-E-E-F. Thank you so much. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but anyway, in my birthday spread, it was 12 cards with the final card, the 12th card. It was um, like, I forget the exact wording, but it was a card for like your overall year and I got the three of swords in reverse which is essentially like healing specifically healing of Heartbreak. like heartbreaks mm-hmm. um and so that is my vibe for Beautiful. the next year we love to see it yeah and I love that for me um but yeah I thought once I looked at last year's I was like oh yeah I was talking about that and you know I did it um <laughs> Hell yeah. Look at us. Look at us, you guys. <laughs> and then next, um, I'm really channeling Taylor Swift here. One of the lyrics from her new album, um, Midnights, that I super relate to. She says, I keep my side of the street clean. You mm-hmm. wouldn't know what that means. <laughs> and there's been like a lot of turmoil in my life this year in, in several realms, like familial um, friendship kind of X, as I mentioned. Um, and like, I've just been focusing on, yeah, keeping my side of things like clean, let other people act like a fool. And I really recommend it, um, because you can just like be your best self. You can let the haters hate as Taylor Swift also famously once said, the haters (laughs) are going to hate, 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 hate. Yes. (laughs) Um, but you know, And also, I feel like that in and of itself is its own growth because you are able to separate 
like you're not internalize the bullshit of other people into yourself and your own self image, mm-hmm. and you're able to be like, no, that's a you thing, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, which I would say I'm quite good at, but true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's been like just a powerful moment, and I think you know Taylor Swift really summarized it well. Thank you, Sagittarius. Icon. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, with that, I've also just spent a lot of time thinking about, like, family origin versus um, chosen family and, Mm -hmm. like, I guess reconstructing that for myself. I have, like, some close connections in both of those realms, but it definitely looks different for me than it used to. And, yeah, I think that's been an area of like growth, something I've learned from and also something that has been like both challenging and relieving. I think it's hard when our family of origin isn't what we want it to be. Um, But I also think it can be relieving to like accept people for who they are and decide to like accept that for what it is and set the boundaries that we need to set for ourselves. Absolutely. Amazing. Look at us fucking go absolute icons across the board um but because it is that time of not only um the transition from the past but also a mark of the beginning of the future so what are our hopes and dreams for 2023 what are we inviting into our lives this year okay yes so i can start um i think the biggest thing that i want and need to prioritize this year is like rest Mm -hmm. and really like setting up some better practices around like self-care not in the bullshitty capitalist way (laughs) obviously but just like really taking that time to like come back to myself and have like time away from work but also like making sure that I have time to myself um within my own brain and this past year has really been like a hectic one for me in terms of like taking on way more work than I actually could possibly do and then kind of like having to deal with the emotional repercussions of that so I think like going forward that's something that I really want to prioritize um and like our new structure of this podcast I think is one thing that's gonna help me do that um I also really want to make sure to put more I guess like time um towards like kind of my creative energy um and that side of things this year I this past year I kind of started like writing some fiction again which is something that I've struggled with basically since leaving college really um, and like not having that intentional time where like I was a creative writing major so there was like time each week that I had to work on that and after leaving school that like intentional space just sort of disappeared for me Um, and so I've been sort of like starting to work on setting that up again but I want to really like run at that this year. Um, And then I think the last thing I want to talk about is just, um, I guess, like, in, you know, some schools of tarot, like, 2022 was a lover's year. Um, So I feel like it was a year where both for me and a lot of people I care about, there was, like, a lot of growth, but also a lot of turmoil in terms of, like, relationships and romantic connections. I think, like, 
I don't know, many of my close friends had like really like, you know, breakups of like very long-term relationships. Um, That was also true for me. Um, But also there was sort of a lot of like growth and positive development in that area. So this coming year is the year of the chariot, um, Mm -hmm. which sort of represents like travel, um, you know, both in a literal sense of like, um, I mean, two of my dear friends are getting married this year and I'll be traveling for both of those weddings. So it's like a big year for like physical travel. Um, But also I feel like this is going to be a big year for me in terms of like, transition um like medical transition stuff and also like just kind of moving forward on my transgender journey um and I think that's also something that I just want to put out there for anyone who's maybe feeling like they might be at that point I think this is like a this year is a really good like base for that type of work to happen so it could be a good time for some of those like personal growth journeys as well um so yeah that's that's what i'm looking forward to i love that yeah that's so good yeah so i can go um well first of all i looked at what i said last year and there are some things i will not be mentioning again however So one thing I said last year was that I was like working on a work-life balance, especially since starting grad school. That's been really hard for me, mostly Mm -hmm. because there just simply is so much work that it is very hard to balance. But I think this year I've been doing a lot better with that. And that's also just part of like getting used to it um, and being able to like allow myself the grace of not always giving it a hundred percent. Um, right. for instance, I have like taken some trips, which meant taking off some days that in the past couple years of grad school, I like wasn't doing like for mm-hmm. my friend's wedding, um, that Ozzy mentioned, I came to New York for like a week, which also meant that's when I spent time with Kellen and their partner, um, and spent time with my friends who were getting married and like that group of friends. Um, and just got to like, like, since I moved from New York, I'd pretty much only gone for like quick like weekend trips Mm -hmm. um so yeah I just spent a week there to like actually be able to spend time with my people and go to like stores that I hadn't been to in a while and restaurants um and I just took a week off of all my classes and work and was like I won't be there um which was kind of hard for me to do and I struggled with it but I did it and I will be doing more of it so yeah Um, coming through on last year once again. But on that note, I will be finishing grad school this year. Thank fucking God. Yes. Um, it's very cool because like since I started grad school, the date like 2023 has been in my head, but I'm like, that's so far away. That's so far away. And now I'm like, it's 2023. Well, it's about to be. Um, oh yeah. Listeners, when you're listening, it probably is. Uh, or it's about to be. (laughs) (laughs) So Yeah. Um, and with that, hopefully, um, this year I will have my first gainful in full-time employment with benefits, um, of my life. And as long-time listeners know, that's, that's been a long journey for me (laughs) and the reason I went to grad school. Mm -hmm. So, um, really hoping that's coming through this year. Would love for that to happen for me before I turn 30. Um, And so once again, we have until December 7th, 2023. (laughs) My birthday is December 7th. Um, Perfect. (laughs) 
Plenty of time. Also, yes, <laughs> plenty of time. One other like career thing I'm presenting at a conference for the first time in March. And I'm going to be presenting my research on using a decolonial feminist lens for psychedelic assisted therapy. Um, it's at like a psychology slash mental health conference, um, which I went to last year as well and talked about on the podcast, but I wasn't presenting last year. And a lot of the research that I'll be talking about, we did an episode on yes. um, called Psychedelic Fe- Feminism. So good. So you probably heard it here first, but. Literally. <laughs> But I'm excited to be bringing it into, like, a more academic realm because it's not something people talk about a lot. And aside from my career stuff, which, like, it does pain me how much I'm focused on that, but it simply is a big moment for me. Um, I am just continuing on with my, like, personal healing journey. As I mentioned, I recently went to a medium for the first time, which helped me a lot with processing, um, like, past grief in my life. And I want to you know, continue to like do the things that heal me, especially moving into a field where I like provide a lot of, you know, healing and therapeutic services and like take in a lot of other people's trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been really helpful to find like my own outlets aside from my own therapy, which I've been in for years. Um, Plug for therapy, please go. Go. (laughs) And lastly, well, like Ozzy said, I do have some excited exciting travel coming up but particularly i will be making my own personal mecca to go to dollywood for the first time um that's my like wow i'm so excited for you yeah my family asked what i wanted to as like a finishing grad school gift and i was like i want to go to dollywood um sucks my gift i love that (laughs) and i'm bringing my dog with me and she will be wearing Dolly merch. So of course, of course. Stay Incredible. tuned. Incredible. <laughs> we would expect nothing less. Exactly. I love Dollywood. I'm so jealous. I'm um, so excited. I have to get your Rex. Oh, of course. Um, my Rex is have so much fun, do everything and get all the Dolly merch you possibly can. Um oh, I will. Like I'm gonna be like the gift shop bitch that's wearing like a visor, like yes. a giant Dolly t shirt. Yes, I love <laughs> and it. And so will my dog. Yes. So <laughs> um I on my end to continue the hashtag girl boss train um right. of career <laughs> moves. Um the girl I- boss train. <laughs> Oh my god, so funny. Um, yeah, so I think that 2023 is probably gonna be the year that I get a book contract. That's fucking rude. Oh, like that is like my main big goal for the year is to get a book contract signed. And I like fully believe that this is within my capacity to do this year, and I'm really excited about it. It's been like a long-term goal. It's like one of the main things I want to take out of getting my PhD is like having this book that I've been working on for years, like finally published. It won't be published in 2023, but I'll Oh yeah, that's a long process. I'll have a publisher, I believe by the end of 2023, which I'm obviously super excited about. Some other big developments. Um, I will be getting married again. Oh, that's part of all of our travel, baby. Yes, <laughs> I know. I was going to say it when Ozzy said they had two friend weddings with travel. I was like, is one of them on this call? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. So I'm really excited. Pretty sure this time I was going to stick. Um, doing it very differently this time around. Um, you know, shedding some of the like patriarchal expectations of like, you know, white dresses and monogamy and, um, you know, I don't know, just like being a normal person, I guess. I don't know. Um, no I'm really normies excited. Hate white dresses and monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> um i'm really excited i think it's gonna be like a really fun just like party with a bunch of of like close people and um also like i'm really happy to have found somebody that like i could walk through life with and continue to grow with in ways that are really positive um Ugh, so i'm excited so for that. exciting we're so happy for you yeah. yes and yeah like, we were all the other the other co-hosts were all um discussing our airbnb yesterday yes <laughs> yay well if you make a decision send it to me so i can check it out too um i'm so excited to have y'all in come visit so a place that's very important to me where i am currently um but not going to share that location on air of course so sorry everyone keeping some things close Ooh, to the chest i here. like the to undisclosed guess. location <laughs> <laughs> could be um, anywhere could be anywhere <laughs> it's uh cabo no i'm just kidding um <laughs> No, but I guess like the the other big thing and I kind of like hinted at this for 2023 is just like bringing more love into my life, like learning how to accept love from other people better, um, learning how like, you know, as I I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but like Matthew and I are like we're not like in a monogamous relationship. And like one of the things that is really amazed me is like his ability to be generous to me in this and like be happy for me in like my relationships with other people as they develop and I really want to like mirror that back and like let go of the scarcity mindset like let go of like feelings of jealousy and and really like mostly feelings of an ina- inadequacy feelings mm. of like fear of abandonment you know that like totally. hold me back and like he's done such a good job of like modeling that for me that I think it's going to make it easier for me to do that back to him. Um, But just like accepting, accepting love where it comes and being really happy about that, I think is like a big goal for me in 2023 as well. Amazing. We love to see it, Callum, because guess what? We love you even when you can't feel it, but you're getting, Mm. you will feel it whether or not (laughs) you want to, but you're doing so good. (laughs) <laughs> what about you Ooh, this is like nerve-wracking oh my gosh oh. we're so here for you uh okay so uh in the spirit of new beginnings i would like to announce that i Ooh. am starting to go by my middle name adelaide this is such a beautiful name uh, i know as many of you know i already use this name for music And as I continue to grow, it's the name I choose to represent me to a larger audience. Um, To my friends, family, and loved ones, you totally may still call me Laura if you want. Um, I don't actually have any, like, weird feelings about Laura. It's more about kind of a mark of this new part of my life and in embracing, Mm -hmm. like, something that I'm choosing for myself. Mm -hmm. Um. But don't have weird feelings about all the things that have led me to this moment, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. But 
Uh, you know, if you are my friends, family, and loved ones, you also can switch it up and call me Addie or Adelaide or any other variation that feels right. Um, Adelaide was my great-grandmother's name, and I invoke all the spirits of all the women who came before me as I claim it as my own. And the women in my family are powerful, intelligent, innovative, creative, spiritual, and empathetic leaders. And I, you know, in taking this name, I my intention is to follow in their footsteps by strengthening those qualities in myself. Also, I just wanted to share that I totally still consider myself non-binary, and I um, also have kind of shifted into feeling good with truly every pronoun. <laughs> She, they, he, all of it. Um, I feel like in general, people probably won't he me just because of my physical appearance, at least in this moment in time. Mm. However, um, I truly feel like I am vast enough to encompass all energy. And I personally feel like because I'm so drawn to and called to do this work that is very personal in healing with other people, I think it feels really good for people to see me in whatever way helps them not only hear the guidance that can be given to them, but also allow them to feel connected to the work I'm doing. Um, So, for example, I wrote a whole letter to my mom talking about stuff and like really emphasized womanhood because that's very, very important to her. And it's just like a way, I guess, for me, I feel like I'm all of them. So I'm like, whatever you identify with and and connect with with me, perfect. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to share that because, you know, being trans is fun and cool and a constantly evolving process. I just, I'm so excited that we've had two name change announcements on this podcast so far. (laughs) And I'm so excited to like see where, where your journey is going, Adelaide. I'm so excited for you. Thank you. Yay. Um, this is wild too, but additionally, I'm about to be growing a little empire of good energy and good music. Um, I'm going to start on a full length album, like similarly to what Kellen said, like that process will start this year. I don't know that Mm. it will be finished by the end of this Mm. year. Um, and I also will be going on tour at some point. So exciting. So exciting. Uh, I'm also starting a product line. Uh, It's going to start real small, but it's going to be like body and home goods that will help folks live their best lives. So, you know, oils, candles, um, and the like, Uh, harnessing the power of plants to help people heal. I think a big thing for me this year was also realizing how to live with disabilities and how Mm. to still thrive in your life when you have these issues that Western medicine struggles with. Um, And part of that has been harnessing the power of plants. And um, I'm really excited to hopefully share that with you all. That's so exciting. Look at us go. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we did all our reflecting. We're going to do some work for y'all now. Um, we, uh, for the last few years of our New Year's episodes, we try to pull some tarot, collective tarot, for how the upcoming year will be. I think this year is extra special because I know Zoe and I have been honing our 
divination skills this year in particular and taking that to the next level. So we really hope that um, you enjoy what we've pulled for you. This year, we decided it would be nice for each of us to pull from an Oracle deck, one card from each deck for each season. The deck I used is called Flower Medicine Oracle Deck by the artist Kathy Nichols. Um, This deck is absolutely gorgeous, and I've been drawn to flowers my whole life. And as I've gone further on my spiritual journey, I also understand the spiritual significance that different flowers can hold. Um, Yeah, the one I used is the Cosmos Oracle deck, which Laura explained a couple weeks ago on our uh, Spirituality and the Left. Is that what it's called? I think so. so (laughs) Um, But yeah, I generally just feel drawn to this deck because I've had some really good readings with it. I know we mentioned this on an episode a a while back, um, but it was after a more intense breakup I went through. Actually, the one that sparked like the breakup episode, TM, Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) that I pulled the nighttime card from the deck. And it was a card that like hadn't come up before with this deck. Like we weren't familiar with it. Um, And it said that it was a card like came to you when you needed it. And I definitely needed it. And I cried about it. Um, so I just feel like this deck has really had my back and that's what I wanted to, the energy I wanted to put out for this year. Absolutely. Um, so in our intention setting, before we pulled the cards, we asked these decks to give us guidance for each season that will specifically assist our season of the bee listeners and community in this coming year. We love y'all so much. So For the winter, we pulled Contraction from the Cosmos deck and Foxglove from the Flower deck. Contraction is all about focusing on your inner world. In stillness, the inner alchemy begins and allows you to evolve from the inside. When the mind is quiet and the awareness is in the body, you can pay attention to the subtle details and listen to the soul's messages. Don't try to resist this phase. You need to process and integrate before coming out again. During this time, you need to put yourself first and use your energy wisely. Your body and mind are in need of recharge and restoration. This is the phase in which the most potent healing and growth takes place, so don't underestimate its medicine. Allow it to be exactly how it is. Keep in mind that we usually contract right before we are about to expand. This works perfectly with the foxglove card, which represents shape-shifting. When we do this inner work and focus on being our highest selves, we shape-shift into the beings we want to be. Foxglove also has the fun, fox-like energy of good trickster vibes. Even in this dark season, find ways to integrate fun and joy into your life. Also, I do think foxglove adds a small warning to this pairing, which is... Be aware of anyone who is being insincere or disrespectful of you and your truth. Winter is a perfect time for us to shake off the things, people, and energies that are no longer serving us so that we can shapeshift into our best, brightest selves this spring. Moving right along, for the spring, we pulled the Trailblazer, which is the Aries archetype in the Oracle deck. Uh, a perfect card because Aries season literally brings the start of spring and also a perfect card because half of this podcast are Aries. And Janestra from the flower deck. The Aries energy speaks about new beginnings. It's the fire that ignites our passion to fulfill our dreams. It's the fuel that takes us out of our comfort zone. It's the personal power that tells us we can do anything. 
the Aries goddess is the carrier of the divine sparkle, the initiator, the first one who dared to answer the call. She understands her power. She knows what she wants and she goes for it without fear. She doesn't ask for permission to be exactly who she is and takes up the space that is meant for her. Her energy is contagious and inspirational. She helps us believe that the possibilities are endless and we can conquer any mountain. Her confidence dissolves all obstacles. The Aries goddess reminds you that you can succeed in your ventures and have fun on the journey. She invites you to go for it, even if no one has done it before. The flower Genestra is all about good luck. More specifically, it's about receiving gifts and a windfall. So with these two cards combined, your spring will be a very fruitful time for taking actions on the things that bring you the most joy. You are divinely protected and imbued with luck and confidence this spring, so maximize your own potential. And I wanted to quickly add that both of these seasons, something that kept coming up for me is that there's a lot of potential for journaling and writing and reflecting. Um, I really believe that the best way for us to actualize our dreams is to figure out exactly what our dreams are and write them out. Um, I would like to plug my dear angel cousin, Matt Austin's hand-bound notebooks. Uh, His company, For the Birds Trapped in Airports, is a publishing studio that makes books in collaborations with arts workers. Their studio is structurally designed to foster relationships between peers that are based in collective support of one another's well-being. These beautiful hand-bound notebooks have a lot of customizable options for your individual needs. Obviously, this is not a sponsored post. I just truly love them. I think they're like the best notebooks. Could be sponsored, though. Think about it. Consider it. (laughs) Sponsored in my life because my cousin loves me very much, and so by extension, the pod. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'll share a link to them in the description in case you're curious about it. Yeah. So for the other seasons, um, for summer, the cosmos card we pulled was the unknown and rose from the flower deck. So the keywords for the unknown are void quest and calling. Um, and I really like this with what, what Ozzy said too, about like the chariot being kind of the card for the full year. Um, that goes together super well. So the card says, in the, the dark night, what may look like a poisonous snake ends up being just a coiled rope. In the absence of light, fear creates monsters, but sometimes the most beautiful things can be found in the darkness of the unknown. Replace your fear with curiosity. Answer the calling. Step into the unknown. Yes, not knowing can feel uncomfortable, but you're being called to walk into unexplored lands to follow your purpose. Don't fear the unfamiliar. You look back, you will see that almost all your worries didn't come true. The things that scared you ended up being great adventures. A new path is open before you, but there are no guarantees for the mind on the other side. You've never been there before. How do you know if it's the right move? And where will it take you? You don't know yet, but the universe is encouraging you to trust that this is a crucial step of your journey. Growth, healing, and wisdom are on the other side. Although you may be looking for immediate answers, the cosmos wants you to linger in uncertainty for a moment. There is magic in this place. A sense of inner freedom can be attained when you release control. Trust that whatever comes your way is exactly what you need. You will know when the time is right. Um, I personally felt very connected to this card um as soon as 
it was pulled, especially being in the summer, since I'll be like finishing up grad school right in the beginning of the summer. Um, and it's the first time in three years that I like don't have clear plans laid out because my grad school has been year round classes and me working since fall 2020. Um, and yeah, it is like a big unknown and it's also exciting as I've talked about, but even if you're not finishing grad school brag, um, there are (laughs) like so many unknowns in everyone's life. I think this goes with what like we've all shared so far. Um, but I just really like this idea of like trusting the, the paths that we come across and, you know, being uncomfortable with uh, being comfortable with following, um, like potential unknowns and trusting that, you know, things are gonna work out. Totally. And then the primrose card represents new love. It can also represent like the, the blooming of a new love, maybe even such an intense bloom that you feel like a teenager again it's like that megan megan fox machine gun kelly love <laughs> <laughs> they have like a teenager like intense love I it's giving true. primrose That's <laughs> it's giving primrose <laughs> yeah and i i think the combination of these cards together feels like potentially exciting like the unknown could mean you know following and trusting a new love or it could also mean that like the type of love is unknown it could be about like friendship love self self love familial love um but regardless i think it's gonna be like fun like giddy new feelings in the summer and that's fun totally it's giving fun it's giving primrose (laughs) speaking of giving speaking of giving um fall so when adelaide and i were deciding which seasons we were both doing i was like i have to do fall because it includes sad season once again my birthday is december 7th um so so for fall from the cosmos deck um we got giving it's simply giving yes and then iris from the flower deck and this is Simply already perfect because iris are purple and that is a Sag power color. Mm -hmm. So for the giving card, the keywords are receiving, harmony, and karma. We are one. When we give, we are receiving. When we receive, we are giving. Your need is my need. Your wound is my wound. When you heal yourself, you're healing the world. Remove the illusion of separateness. How are you contributing to the collective evolution? You're being encouraged to cultivate compassionate action. Once your needs have been met, make space to contribute to the relief of the suffering of other beings. You've worked hard on yourself and your growth. Now it's time to share your gifts and lessons with the world. Ask yourself, how can I be on service? Be willing to give without expecting anything in exchange. Give just for the sake of justice, equality, and compassion. Because of the law of cause and effect, you will receive what you give, but stay away from that intention. Let your acts be omens of your devotion to the cosmic evolution. Give your love, your light, and your wisdom. If you feel like you have nothing to give, just share your wish for a better future for every being. When you give, you aren't losing. Remember that we are all one, that what you give, you receive. It's a present from you to you. To maintain, to maintain harmony, you have to just be as open to giving as to receiving. If you're needing support, emotional, mental, or material, 
This is your sign to courageously ask for it. You don't have to carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. We can share the burden. And I love this coming up right after the summer cards. It's 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 giving. It's giving that the love has blossomed. Exactly. Um, like needs are being met, cups are full, and we're able to like share this abundance. And fall also includes Libra season. Um, so it makes sense that this card is a lot about like balance and justice um, of the like giving and receiving aspects. So yeah, we love it. We love fall. And then the Iris card represents wisdom, poise, good judgment, and clear thinking. And I think these cards go together really well because it takes that like wisdom and judgment to ensure that the giving and receiving are in balance that we're giving and sharing in abundance within like our capacity, basically. Hell yeah. What a beautiful year we all have ahead. If you want to see the art that is on these cards, we're going to make a post on our Season of the Bee Instagram so you can look at them and feel all the goodness. And after you check out our Instagram, you can also check us out on many other platforms such as patreon.com slash season of the bitch, where you can send some new year tidings our way in the form of cash money. Um, if you send us some money there, you can join our discord where we continue all of these types of conversations um, about our goals and dreams for the year. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, also at season of the bee and rate, review, subscribe wherever you're listening to us right now. We love you all. Happy New Year. Love Happy you. New Year. Love, love you. you. Happy New Year. Ew. Love you. Bye. 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 Season of the Bitch.